Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Cisco. Hey, Jeremy here, everybody. And welcome to the West Texas Files. This is episode number 10. Yes, what a milestone. 10 Woo! episodes. Man. We are super excited about that. <laughs> we are approaching 1,300 downloads of all of our episodes. So that, within itself, 10 episodes and 1,300 downloads, what a milestone. Yeah, definitely, especially you know for two guys who didn't even think that this was going to be a thing for real. But <laughs> Yeah, and we're feeling the love. People are yeah. giving us great feedback. I think we still have a... 5.0 rating on Apple Podcast Download. So we've got a 5.0 rating there. Uh, that's awesome. And we actually, 20 minutes ago, just received a message from a new subscriber. Uh, what was the name, Cisco? Uh, Jordan Eretta. He uh, showed us some love on our podcast. Yeah, he so said he you, just binge downloaded the entire first nine episodes and he's hooked. Uh, man, that's awesome. We appreciate yeah. that. Spread the word for us. Tell your friends and whoever might be interested. Um, one of my close buddies, Albert, who's actually one of my roommates that lived through some of this paranormal stuff. And the gentleman that designed the logo. That's right. He he talked to me the other day and said, hey, man, I've been listening to your to your podcast and I actually stopped listening. And I said, why? And he said, he, he's up really late because he, he has a side business where he does mm -hmm. this. And he said, man, I was listening like at 2, 2.30 in the morning, and I couldn't sleep, man. <laughs> and I said, well, you lived through some of this stuff. I mean, you can't be that scared. I mean, it happened to you. And he said, oh, I know, but it's just scary. And I said, okay, well, fair enough. Listen during the day. So um, over 2,000 people have already liked us on Facebook. That's freaking awesome. Uh, just keep on spreading the word for us. For sure. And we really appreciate it. And I wanted to talk a little bit about our Halloween episode coming up because before you know what it's going to be here. But we are planning something extra special for Halloween. Cisco wants to go live. Um, I don't want to. <laughs> but, hey, if we go live, we go live. That's cool. But what well, we do you, promise you... is that we will have something for you early on Halloween. So, you know, how we normally release on Wednesdays. Since Halloween is on a Sunday, we will have something for you on Halloween and it's going to be the scariest situations that have ever happened to me and Cisco. Hey, that's right. We're definitely looking forward to that. We'll see how we end up doing it. It is Halloween. I know Jeremy's got kids. He might have to take them uh, trick-or-treating. Yeah. My kid's an adult, so uh, we won't be going this time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, one way or the other, we're going to get you a story out on Halloween. This is going to be an awesome story from both of us. Like, it's, it's really scary stuff that happened to us. And I will tell you, like, at the time that this happened, a lot of stuff was already going on in my house. So I was used to it. Mm -hmm. I could sleep in my house, no problem, everything, because all of this stuff was happening. But something happened to me so terrifying that I couldn't sleep the rest of that entire night. And I still remember I was a manager then for a call center, and we had this big job fair the next day. And I went in looking like I had just came Seen home from the bar. No, I came <laughs> home from the bar because my eyes were bloodshot. I had bags under my eyes, and everybody's like, were you out partying? Like, you knew we had this job fair. And I'm like, no. No, I wish I was out partying. I, something so terrifying happened to me that I couldn't sleep. So I, I want to share that with you all on Halloween. I think that that's appropriate. And Cisco's story, man. Yeah, yeah I'm going to – I've had some pretty crazy things happen to me, but uh, this particular one will be like one of the the only times this time in my life was probably the scariest thing. I, I freak out with it, and sometimes I think about it. It could happen again. I hope it doesn't, you know. Yeah. So I, my brother, um, he recently went um, 
to this big Catholic church in the valley. And anytime that you go, I'm sure you're familiar with it. San Juan, I believe, is a church. I, even though I'm not Catholic, you know, my, my family is. It. I'm not it's this, either, but I think I've heard of it. It's this massive church that people go down to. I mean, it's a beautiful church. I've gone with my family. You know, when I was younger, my, my dad's mom would uh, would go, and I would go with them. And um, just a, a, a big church. And so you go, and you do like a promise, and light up a candle, and come back with like tons and tons of uh, canisters filled with holy water. So he brought me like, uh, you know, holy water and all this stuff. He's like, Hey, you know, every time they go, they go every year. He he brings it to me. So um, really, I think, and I kind of believe in the power of, of holy water, just for a simple fact. Um, you remember all this craziness that happened uh, in my, not this house, but the house before to where there was actually a priest that had to come in and bless my house. Yeah. So that's a different type of evil. It, it is what it is. But it's crazy. We, we have some great stories coming for you on Halloween. Definitely looking forward to that. But Yeah, um, yeah so be on, the, be on the lookout for more information on our Facebook page about our Halloween special because like like uh, like everybody knows we release on Wednesdays but that particular week we'll, we will be releasing on Halloween um, and I'm hoping that that we can have it released early that day that way people can start listening to it and hopefully everybody can download it that night and it can scare the hell out of you or one way or the other so uh, looking forward to that uh, you were talking about holy water working and I've always believed that holy water and prayer does work because I, I just believe you know I have that faith. But I will tell you that in my old house, uh, Albert had some some holy water from San Juan, and you know his mom went through and blessed the whole house, and whatever it was still didn't stop it. I think it provoked it. Uh, that that can happen. What the holy water? Yeah, the holy water. It didn't work. I mean, I, I think he had like a five gallon jug of holy water. <laughs> if he went to San Juan, then yeah, he was he was so scared, and and it didn't help, man. It did not help. It stuff was like crazy at that house and you'll hear the worst of it on that halloween special but i'm looking just, forward to it man it was it was utter nonsense and terror and and fear and yeah not good at all not good at all uh it's kind of crazy um after last week's episode uh, my sister reached out to me because obviously she tunes in mm -hmm. and she told me so or a couple of stories that happened at that house mm -hmm. that i had completely forgotten because you know i've been gone from that house like for oh, wow. a, a long while, yeah. seven or eight years. Mm -hmm. And um, I was like, dude, I can't believe I forgot to talk about that. Like, just crazy stuff. And so I told her, I said, you know what? I was like, you need to come on and you talk about your experiences at my house. For sure. Because it, it's kind of crazy. Like, my sister's been a part of it in, in, in a way since she was little. And she has that whole entire other perspective the other side of it yeah. because she's been like mixed in with it yeah and and it's what's crazy that it doesn't happen to her at her house it happens to her at my house every single time yeah every single time and uh, i guess when i lived in my apartment I remember back in the day parkridge place i think it's where like 50th and banger area yeah and it's crazy because that's where a lot of stuff started happening to me 50th and banger area the apartments Dude. across the street <laughs> yeah, the apartments were across the street from each oh, other. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, man, that might have something to do with it. Because let me tell you what, I had some crazy experiences in my apartment. And, like, she dealt with some stuff. And she stayed with me for a few weeks, I remember. And she didn't want to stay with me anymore because of the stuff that was going on. But I was like, <laughs> hey, man, I don't have any control over that. Because I'm, I'm a heavy sleeper, man. So when, like, it takes a lot to wake me up. Like so, snore. Well, that too. <laughs> so people like to share rooms with me. I'm like, hey, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. But, but, um, but yeah, we definitely need to have her on because I would really like to get her perspective, the whole other side of it. And I know she was remembering things that you had even forgot. Yeah, man. I was like, so dude, that, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. So yeah, we need to get her on the show. But it's crazy that 
so many things happen to us in these places that we do forget. I, I had mm-hmm. a I had a conversation with my cousin Johnny the other day, and I was telling him, you know, about the things that I was talking about on some of the past episodes, and he's been listening, and he goes, "Remember that story with the phone?" And I'm like, "Man, I totally forgot about that." I'll, I'll tell it because it's really brief, but. At one point, I was dating this girl, and my cousin Johnny and his wife Rosa would come over and hang out with us almost every weekend. And he goes, remember that time uh, that your girlfriend's phone was ringing, and she was gone or in the restroom, something. And he goes, and it kept ringing. I said, yeah. And he said, when she came out, she had a voicemail, and she listened to it. And when she played the voicemail, it was you and Rosa talking. It was y'all's conversation." And I said, that's right. I said, I totally forgot about that. And this is in the middle of when all of this stuff was happening in my house. All of this paranormal stuff was happening in my house because I remember my cousin Johnny and Rosa's kids would experience things at my house and they didn't want to come back. (laughs) And That's the way it goes, man. And he he just remembers uh, my girlfriend at the time, like listening to her voicemail and her eyes getting big. And we're like, what? And she goes back and puts it on speakerphone and listens to the voicemail. And it's me and Rosa talking. Dude. Yeah. So the phone's ringing from an unknown number. And then the voicemail, it records it records me and Rosa talking. How can that even happen? That's weird, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Wow. Yeah. So uh, the, po- the point being is... So many things have happened to us in our apartments and homes that sometimes we forget because yeah. so many things happen. And my cousin actually reminded me of that. And when he told me, I said, now I remember. I remember that voicemail. And I sat there for like an hour trying to think of a logical explanation. And yeah. I'm like, there is there's none. no logical explanation. There is why would the phone ring from an unknown number? And why the hell would it record us? <sighs> that That is freaky, man. Yeah. So, But I, I will tell you, if I think that if, you or me back in the day had like cameras and good equipment. Can you imagine the stuff we could have captured in our house? There would have been no Zach Bagans. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been us. We would have had a haunted museum like his here in Lubbock. Oh, for real, man. (laughs) But can you imagine? I always think about that. Like if I had a surveillance system or something where I could have captured these things back Mm -hmm. then, can you imagine the footage I would have had? Like now, the, the, and I don't, and I'm not wanting anything to happen to me. Don't, yeah. don't think, but now the stuff are happening to me. I'd have cameras everywhere. Yeah. I'd be catch. I'd be capturing audio of this stuff. I'd be capturing video. Nothing happens to me. Thank God. I'm okay with that. I'm just saying if something yeah. did happen this day and age, we would have some stuff. I think so too, man. And, and speak, you know, talking about that, like I'm saying nothing happens, like nothing happens in my house currently, uh, on a consistent basis. But sometimes, but sometimes stuff happens, and, and I really think that stuff passes through my house. And my my sister in law has a friend that actually lived in our neighborhood across the street, and she says that the house that she lived in was hardcore hotspot for paranormal activity. That there was a lot of stuff happening, and I always tell my wife, well, if, if that is true, and it's so close to our house, that you know, stuff probably does come through our house. And I know that stuff has come through before because we've heard things, I've sensed things, but it's not there. There's a difference between stuff coming through and you know it, it comes through and it's gone because there's that heaviness isn't there. You're not being messed with. Things aren't happening consistently. 
But I, I have mentioned a few things that happened to me and my wife whenever we got home from the Honda Museum, and y'all know all about that. Mm-hmm. And I clarified a little bit. My wife said, no, Jeremy, it wasn't back-to-back days whenever I heard it and you heard it. She's like, remember, there was a week in between that. And something was consistently waking her up between three or three and four in the morning. And my wife was so frustrated. She's like, I just want whatever the hell is messing with me to stop. And then whenever I heard that, you know, and I prayed, y'all heard it on the previous episode, it was gone. Another time I was, we have a hallway restroom that is for guests and it leads, that hallway goes to our bedroom. And my wife was in the restroom and I had to use the restroom before I got into bed. So I went and I was peeing in there. Well, my mother-in-law was living with me at the time. I swear, I heard a woman's voice say, Jeremy, that clear. And I said, oh, I, hold on, I'm in the restroom. And the door was cracked. I'm in my underwear. And that that restroom that I'm in, there's a, a stairway above, so you can hear people going or coming. Mm-hmm. Nobody came down those stairs. And I turned off the light. I, I said, what do you need? Nobody was there. So those types of things. Yeah. And my daughter has never been afraid to sleep in her own bed. When we bought that house, I think she was two years old, and she slept in her room by herself, no problem. My daughter's never been the type that to be scared and not sleep in her room. Mm-hmm. She'll go, she'll sleep in her room, no problem. Well, when she was smaller, um, she started having, I guess maybe like situations happen to her where she said she was being waking, waking up or woken up, however you say it, out of her sleep, and... She never really talked about it until one day she made some kind of a comment and she said that she would see stuff in her room. And I said, well, what kind of stuff? And my daughter was really smart, even being so small, she could communicate real well. But she just said that she would see like a shadow. And I thought, well, maybe she's just seeing things, you know, she, she didn't seem very scared. So I, it didn't really alarm me because she did. She wasn't frightened. She would still sleep in her room and everything. Well, one night, my sister-in-law's down from Dallas, and her and my wife are in uh, the dining room. We have a really big dining room, and they're getting something ready for the next day, and and I can't remember what it was, but they're working on something. And my daughter's up with them because she's a night owl. She's always up really late, and they're sitting in the dining room, and you can see the kitchen if you're facing one of the dining room walls, sitting on the dining room table, facing the kitchen. Uh, there's like an entryway to the kitchen. Well, my wife said that they're just talking away and everything. And she said, all of a sudden, Melanie turns and looks to the, to the kitchen area. And my wife said she, she had this look on her face and she said her eyes got big and she just looked like she was in a trance. Well, of course, my wife and my sister-in-law started looking over their shoulder like, Melanie, what are you looking at? And my wife started freaking out like, Melanie. Melanie and she's my daughter won't snap out of it. She's staring off into the entryway to the kitchen, which is dark. Yeah, because it, it's like two or three in the morning. They were working late, and my wife got so scared, like she picked Melanie up, went to the the living room, sat her down, and started kind of shaking her, like Melanie. snap out of it. And my sister in law is like freaked out, so she's like praying, and Melanie like snaps out of it. And my wife was like, Melanie, what was wrong? Like, do you remember? And she said, she started telling my wife, well, mom, I see this shadow. And it's a dark shadow with big red eyes. And I never see it anywhere except my room. 
She mm-hmm. goes, but but I just saw it standing in the doorway of the kitchen. So, of course, Cynthia comes in the room, wakes me up. She's freaking out. And I'm like, what the hell? And it's it's weird because in, in previous situations, I've always been able to sense a presence and feel that something wasn't right. But I had I, up to that point, I'd never felt anything like that in our house. So that's why I say I think something was going and coming. Maybe Melanie, you know how they say kids have a better chance because their minds are open. Kids can see stuff more. Yeah. And maybe whatever was going in there, Melanie was recognizing it. And it was just kind of going in there, like making itself aware to her. I don't know. But after that happened, I I, I had a pa- I have a pastor buddy. And, uh, you know, he would do business with us when, when we had our State Farm Insurance agents. And even now at our current agency, he, he does business with us. And I called him and I said, hey, pastor, here's what's going on, whatever. And he said, Jeremy, I, I can go and I can pray in your house. And he said, but the honest truth is, is that that's your home. And I don't have any special power of prayer more than you. He goes, go through your home, pray, pray with sincere intentions, go through every room, you know, everything in your house and pray and, and ask that house to be blessed and ask for whatever is impure not to be there. And I I did that. You know, he's absolutely right. We have the power of prayer. We have the power over our own home. And I went through and I did that. And uh, Melanie never had that situation happen again. Uh, but it was just, it scared the hell out of Cynthia. It well, freaked yeah, me man. out. And for Cynthia and Sarah to both see Melanie just kind of drift off into space, staring at this thing, and almost like she was in a trance. So, and, uh, well, I mean, that is true how these uh, evil spirits will at- attack children first because yeah. they, uh, they're they they're innocent, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, people will say, well, it's not real, it's it's made up or it was a dream no there's a difference and you know the difference between a dream and what you actually see because she was wide awake she wasn't asleep she wasn't by herself and she experienced something in front of everybody in front of everybody and her demeanor changed at that point her demeanor changed at that point and she was like staring at it and and of course cynthia and sarah couldn't see anything and whenever they snapped her out of it she went back to normal yeah she was able to communicate with cynthia telling her I I guess I got so scared, Mom, because I see it, but I've never seen it around the house anywhere, just in my room. And I'm like, what? It's it's a paralyzing fear. Um, and I don't know what parent wouldn't be concerned, you know? Like, like I mentioned to you last time, Brianna, seeing the things that she saw, I didn't like that for the simple fact that I knew what it felt like to go through those things and not really want to talk about it because you don't want it to happen again. But then at the same time, not having anybody in your age group that has experienced that. So there's no one to relate to. Yeah. So, uh, man, it, it, I'm glad you yeah, were able to see that and see what was been catch up before it just kind of continued on. And, and another thing about like my room, it seems like whenever stuff is coming through, it's always in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like Do you think it's, I'm going to ask, cause I've been wanting to ask you this because anytime, I, I, we talk about these things, and you're like, okay, well, I'm experiencing these things. You like love the paranormal, yeah. Like, you yeah. like I watch stuff too. before bed. Yes, which is crazy. <laughs> I don't do that now. Growing up as a kid, my mom used to say that I used to stay up all night watching Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, and I mean, I don't even remember this to be quite mm-hmm. honest. But I know that The Exorcist was definitely one of my favorite movies, yeah, uh, horror movies, you know, because they don't make them like that anymore, right? 
But, you know, with, with your situation, when you say things come through, you don't think it's because of that because you're so into it that like you spend a lot of your time watching paranormal things. I don't think so. Uh, you don't think the, that's welcoming it? I don't. I don't. And the reason that I say that is because I have a strong faith. And my wife, I used to tell her, don't be scared. If your faith is strong, then you have nothing to fear. And the reason I say that I don't think that it's me inviting it in is because the main experiences that we've had in the house are with my wife. Mm-hmm. So I'll, t- I'll give you an example. She's asleep one night and she said she opened her eyes and that a lady was leaning over the bed. Mm-mm. And she thought it was my mother-in-law. Oh, so at first she got upset because she thought that it was my mother-in-law. And she was like, mom, like, why the hell are you scaring me? Like, what do you need? She realizes that it's not her mom. And it's a lady. And she said, uh, kind of dark skinned, uh, long black and gray hair, like real straight. And she said, then I realized it wasn't my mom. And it, she goes, and then I'm trying to figure out who it is. She said, and it looks like a Native American woman. She goes, but I didn't have like this overwhelming fear. She goes, so I don't think it was something bad. She goes, when I realized it wasn't my mom, I freaked out and I froze. I blinked my eyes and started like trying to focus. She goes, and then she's gone. She goes, but she was like looking at me. And I said, so you weren't, she goes, I was scared. Like who the hell is this lady in our room? Mm-hmm. She goes, but I didn't have this overwhelming fear like it was something bad. And then one other time something like that happened to her. She said, I woke up, and, and something's always waking her up out of her sleep when something like this happens. She said, I woke up like thinking, like, why am I awake? She goes, and I turned. Well, on my wife's side of the bed is where the door to our, our restroom is. She said, when I looked over she goes, it looked like like an Aborigines tribesman. She goes, I do what? I what? what a, like what? one of those one of those tribesmen. <laughs> like like those Aborigines people. Oh wow. She's like a spear type tribesman, like throwing spears. She said, mm-hmm. I looked, she goes, and he was younger. She goes, like a teenager. She said, when I looked at him, she goes, I know my eyes got big because I was so scared. She said, and he turned and saw me see him, and his eyes got big. Like if he was scared that I woke up and saw yeah. him, she goes, and he was walking like into our restroom, like slowly, like trying to be quiet. She goes, I got so scared, like I blinked and opened my eyes again, and he was gone. She goes, but he got scared because he noticed that I noticed him. So, but going back to my question, though, like, do you think it's because of you? I just think about it for a second because, you know, you're not experiencing anything, right? Because you said, well, my faith is strong. Okay, well, yeah, that's great. But you're so into this that things could happen. You're, it just, you don't pay attention to it. But your wife, you know, of course, obviously she, she's also faithful, but, you know, she she's scared of it. You're not scared. So do you think because of what you do, that's what kind of brings things coming through the house and she's experiencing these things because you're like, well, I'm like, this isn't anything like I'm not scared of it. It's like, ah, whatever. I have faith. I mean, you don't think so. I just don't think so because my whole life I've watched paranormal things and things like this. And I can honestly say that like whenever I watch things like this, and even when I live by myself, mm-hmm. nothing happened. And even when I was younger, my faith wasn't as strong. Right. Like I said, we talked about this before. Like, I wasn't living right. 
I my faith wasn't that strong. Um, if anything, it should have been really bad. But whenever whatever was in my house left, and you could sense that it was gone, nothing ever happened again. And I was I was living bad and not that strong of faith. And I just to me, I don't believe things like watching movies and watching on TV is inviting it in. For me, when people say you're inviting it in, is when you play with Ouija boards. When you I did that. <laughs> when you read books on seances, never. Did when that. you read books about black magic, to me that's inviting it in. That's conjuring because you're, up because you're practicing it. Yeah, you're inviting it in. When you're just watching documented stories, to me, I don't think that's inviting it in. But who knows? I mean, I don't know. I mean, because honestly, that I, I started to think about that. You know, because obviously, what we do or what is attached to us obviously affects the people around us. I mean, technically. Us doing these shows would be inviting stuff in. Well, I have Kobe and Baby Puppy, so things are good, man, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, Kobe and Baby Puppy got me. <laughs> but, I mean, you think about it. We we record in this studio. We talk about some pretty crazy stuff that's happened to us. And I don't think you've had an uprise in paranormal activity here, right? Not since this, thank Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me do the sign of the cross. There we go. <laughs> You're not even Catholic, man. <laughs> I know, but still, I watch the But exercise. still, right? <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, so I think about it that way. Like, I think we talk about some hardcore stuff in here. Um, nothing's ever really happened to us. Okay, well, Derek, thanks, Jeremy, for putting it out there. <laughs> no, but, I, I, I mean, no, I don't think so. That's what I was just saying because, obviously, if, if this because this is a standard practice for you. Like, you watch it before you go to bed. You stay up late and you watch it mm-hmm. over and over and over. But these experiences are different from our experiences. A lot of those uh, paranormal things that you see are actually demonic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of them mention demon names and stuff like that. With I mean, because I, I know some of the stuff you watch. I mean, I've watched them here, like, in daylight. But I won't go to sleep watching it just because I'm usually <laughs> on my phone. <laughs> I'm always on my phone. I'm like, all right, dang, I just downloaded TikTok, the biggest mistake I've ever made. Uh, so I'm going to have to delete that because you just stay on there for hours and be unproductive for no reason. That's crazy. But uh, I don't know, man. I, I think about that. And the only reason why like, I, I just not thought about that is because whenever I, I talked to my sister and she was telling me all these stories, right, uh, some of the stories that I forgot to mention, and then the stuff that has happened to the people that have come to my house, they have stayed, and they experienced it. And I had a friend that said, well, maybe it's you. And I was like, no, it can't be me. Why would it be me? You know, that don't make any sense. I'm not an evil person. You know, I've been baptized before or whatever. Uh, just trying to <laughs> yeah. deflect. But I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. I mean, some of us are just more sensitive to things. I think, I think um, that's right. Some of us are just more sensitive. Um, I want to hear from our from our listeners. So all of y'all who are listening to this, if you have had a flurry of paranormal activity happen because you've watched a show or anything, if you've noticed paranormal activity happen to you after a certain situation, comment on this post. This post will be on our Facebook page where we, you know, you see where we post every week that episode 10 is live. Go to the episode 10 is live post on our Facebook page. Comment on it. If something like this has happened to you after watching or talking about paranormal things, or maybe somebody sharing with you their situation, and if something happened to you after that, uh, let's talk about it. Let's hear about it, or send us a message if you don't want to post it in public. Well, I mean, think about it because that's something that our parents would tell us all the time. Like if you watch things like you're that, I mean, you're inviting it in. Yeah. So you, we never listen. You know, being a kid, I love watching The Exorcist. I love watching all the Halloween movies. You know, Me those too. are just whatever. But like when 
paranormal, like actual scary demonic things like mm-hmm. The Exorcist, like stuff like that. But yeah. that's what I'm talking about. That's what you watch. You like yeah. paranormal everything, yeah. which is cool. I mean, I, I, I love it too, but like you have a... Uh, a sick taste for you it. do man you do and i'm like i think because we'll go over there like seriously this is the reason why this whole thing started we'd go over he's like hey come over let's uh let's barbecue all right let's drink and i'm all thinking all right cool you know what? i've had a rough week at the bank i just want to drink and then we're there and then we're sitting in this patio and he's like hey did you check out this store that happened here in lubbock and here we are drinking a beer watching paranormal stuff so i'm like man so I, this I, guy lives and breathes it. I think my parents probably thought I was a psychopath because I was like four <laughs> or five years old. And this was when the original Nightmare on Elm Streets were coming out. On TV? Um, yeah. I and, remember that. And I would I would sit. I had a little rocking chair. I still remember. I was four or five years old. And I would sit and watch these. No, you're about 10 because that was in the, in the early 90s. <laughs> no, no. They came out in the 80s. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah. The first one came out? Like 1985. No, yeah, I, I would like say eighty-eight old. or eighty-nine. No, nah, man, you were still ten. The, the original one, was, <laughs> the original one was Johnny Depp. We're talking like eighty-four, eighty-five. Wait, oh, no, are you talking? To, are you talking about the movie or the TV series? Oh no, I'm talking about the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay. No, yeah, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah, the original was with Johnny Depp. Remember, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. one. but so, you do remember that there was a TV series. For, no, I don't. Yeah, you never seen it? No, I, maybe yeah. I did. And I forgot about it. I remember that it would come on like before Tales on the Crypt. I remember. But, like, Freddie would be, like, chopping – he'd be, like, cutting people up and stuff. Or uh, even the Friday the 13th, I'd watch it, yeah. and he'd be chopping people up. And I was, like, four or five, and I'd be in there yeah. cracking up. <laughs> and my, still I, rem- I still remember one night my mom got up and was, like, standing at the doorway, and I'm sitting in the dark, like, cracking up on these, <laughs> on these movies. And my mom's like, Same. Jeremy? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm watching these movies. And she's like – it's time to go to bed, okay? And she just had this look like, my God, my son is a psychopath. <laughs> but, Mom, I'm good. Yeah. But, again, <laughs> it goes back to them telling us, don't watch this because you're going to welcome it in. But, I don't know. I mean, everybody has their own beliefs or whatever. But, honestly, when these things or apparitions or spirits or demons or whatever start attacking you or messing with you. Yeah. And that's and, the thing right now. Like, if, if, if it were back in the day, like, when I was single or something and they were messing with me, I could deal with it. But... I just hope nothing ever messes with me again because my kids. Yeah. I don't want my kids to be freaked out. I don't want something messing with them. Yeah, man. And that's a tough part because, like I said, I experienced that with, you know, with my daughter and her experiencing a lot of stuff, uh, being so little and and dealing with that and seeing actual apparitions. Um, Is this stuff uh, hereditary? Yeah. But. Just never know. But luckily, you know, she's, she's now out on her own and no experiences. And so I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Me, on the other hand, well, you know, stuff still happens here, but nothing as bad as it used to happen. I'm going to no. say that much. Yeah, you're not. You're going to have to tell that story that you told me and my and my wife Cynthia the other day. Uh, if we're pressed on time today, you can in an upcoming episode or whatever. But about the time where in your bedroom and when yeah, that was freaking <laughs> scary, man. I was like, you heard what? Yeah. Or you saw what? Yeah, I was man. like, oh my god. And that was in this house, right? In this house, yeah. Oh, my god! And I still have evidence of, I mean, whenever I first moved in, I found some jar in my attic, which is a completely different story and different type of evil experience. We'll get into that because, you know what, I'm contemplating, contemplating on Halloween to talk about all that crazy stuff, that the pictures that you guys have seen yeah. uh, that I have. You know, I don't even know why the hell I still have them. We, but, I mean, uh, we could, our Halloween show, I think it's, we've got a lot to talk about in those experiences. So it might be a 45 minute to hour show. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe even throw in a guest. Who knows? But, speaking, uh, <laughs> speaking of guests, maybe we should get a guest on here next week. I think we should. Um, yeah. Our buddy, which is which is our camera guy, 
is over here acting shy, but we need to get him on for one of his stories that really freaked me out. Like, bro, we need to get you on to talk about it. Yeah, and I think uh, I think my roommates, I think Mark, Albert, or Ruben would all be willing to come on too. So let's let's try to get some people on. Yeah, and again, folks, we want to hear from you. Wherever you're from, it doesn't matter. We have people tuning in from all over the place. You don't have to be from West Texas. Tell us one of your stories. Uh, we'll be more than happy to bring you on. Um, send us a message on uh, Messenger or through um Instagram, and we also have an email, which is WestTexasFiles2021 at gmail.com. Get in contact with us through there. And, yeah. uh, and you at, know, your, at your convenience, yeah. we can get you on Zoom, and we can record a Zoom session at your convenience. It yeah. doesn't have to be on Sundays when we record. And let's put your story out there. Uh, we want something that's been truly terrifying to you. I, I, I have some calls I'm actually going to be making uh, today. I have some family members of my wife that apparently is having some poltergeist activity happening whoa in his home. heck yeah and uh, apparently he's, i mean for them for us not yeah, for them <laughs> yeah yeah i feel bad for them and apparently it's really bad so oh, uh, i'm probably going to try to call him actually later cool man so. and think about this you know our podcast we um this is our hobby. This is what we do. We both are very busy individuals. You know, Jeremy owns yeah. several businesses. I have jobs, um, and I'm pretty much busy all day long, seven days a week. I work seven days a week. So. Yeah, and I'm a district manager, too, for a big <laughs> distributing company. So we we actually only hang out pretty much during the week here. Yeah. Yeah, because we're so busy. Um, but uh, every once in a while, we'll have time to grab lunch. But, yeah, that's about it. So, Yeah. That's what we do. But uh, again, you know, we want to just make that time uh, for you guys. And uh, we hope that you also make the time for us to bring you on. And, and hopefully we'll be able to feature you really, really soon. But uh, stay tuned. We got some great stuff coming for you guys uh, with this show. And I hope everybody enjoyed the content today. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed the content up to this point And look forward to giving you some great stories because we've got some good stuff coming up. Hey, that's right. So uh, we'll see you next week. Catch you all next time. Have a great week, everybody.